It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We know that last year was Derrick Brown's breakout season, but can this year be his breakout breakout season? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we're still in off-season mode. But do not worry, in 14 days' time, we'll be back to your team every day, our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But until then, be sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where starting on that week of the 17th, on the 21st, I'll be back to answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me to go ahead and get those questions ready as we'll prepare for training camp there on that weekly Friday mailbag on the 21st. But in the meantime, just go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Julian Council. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. The last two weeks... Been doing the uh, position evaluations here on the show. We have talked about the quarterbacks. We've talked about the running backs. We've talked about the tight ends, the wide receivers, the offensive line. We have talked all about the offense here on the show. Well, now it's time to talk about what really matters most. It's time to talk about that defense. Jero Vero is here in Carolina. He is going to bring in an inventive. 3-4 scheme that we are all super excited about heading into the year. And one position group that we're really evaluating, excited to see how that materializes, is the defensive line. As you have new players who are expected to play big roles here in Carolina, but there's no player on a defensive line who's going to play a bigger role than Derrick Brown here for the Carolina Panthers heading into his fourth year as a Panther. He was outstanding last year. After two years of having to really be the guy counted on in the middle during a, as a rookie in 2020, not having Kwan Short there with him, and then in 2021 having to lean on a guy in Daquan Joan, who's then went up to Buffalo after one year in Carolina. It was his time to finally be the guy. He sat there. He learned some from some veterans. Also, had to just really grow up and have to take some of his lumps early on. But he has now become one of the better defensive linemen in football and an ascending player here in Carolina. My question heading into this year about Derrick Brown, the biggest name in this position group is, can he take that next step to a Pro Bowl caliber player? And you may already say that he should have been a Pro Bowler last year, Julian. He was outstanding. He went from a 64.4 pro football focus grade in 2021 to an 84.4 PFF grade in 2022. He set... Not set, rather tied a franchise record 
with 67 total tackles, tying Mike Rucker, who did some pretty damn good things here in Carolina, tied him for the most tackles by a Panthers defensive lineman in a single season in franchise history. He had his breakout year last year in Carolina. And then since 2020, when he was drafted seventh overall out of Auburn, he is tied for second in his draft class with 33 quarterback hits and third with 21 tackles for loss. He's done all that. And what the Carolina Panthers decided to do? Well, they decided to exercise his fifth-year option for the 2024 season, which will pay him $11.665 million, fully guaranteed. He deserves every bit of that money because he was outstanding for the Panthers. And you saw the jump from year two to year three. Sometimes it takes time. I know a lot of people want to see it right away, and there's questions and consternation early on in his career, like, oh, why hasn't he gotten a sack? What's going on? If you watch him back at Auburn, while he wreaked havoc up the middle, it wasn't like he was a guy who's going to go out there and get you 12 sacks in a season. And that expectation really wasn't bestowed upon him by really anyone who evaluated him and watched him back in college coming into the NFL. Considering that the Panthers had just reworked their entire defense, he was a brand new name there, and he was someone they were going to build around. The Panther fans wanted to see more. And, you know, you were right to want to see more because he had his issues uh, a couple of seasons. He even got benched one time by the former coaching staff but he's been consistent as far as being out on the field and someone who's worked hard and he's turned himself into one of the biggest leaders here on the roster in that defensive room heading into the year and even last season so I'm excited about Derek Brown I want to see if he can now really get the attention from the rest of the league and it might not all be on him Panthers haven't been good so the Panthers are no good and main conversation is how bad Darnold looks and McCaffrey injuries and whether they're going to trade him and then all that kind of stuff. You're probably not going to pay a lot of attention as an outsider of the NFL media to Derek Brown. The defense should be really good this year. And the defense has been really the since the second half of the 2020 season has been really one of the only things to write home about about the Carolina Panthers. And Derek Brown is a big reason why this defense has been able to turn around and now position themselves under new defensive coordinator Gerald Vero to be one of the better defenses in the NFL coming up in this 2023 season. And if they do everything that we expect them to do, and if Derek Brown stays healthy and the Panthers offense does their job, which I think they have a better chance to do it now they have a quarterback in Bryce Young, the NFL world's going to recognize that Derrick Brown's a damn good player and that he deserves to be a part of the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to talk about all pro just yet, but that all pro potential, it's coming. He's still, what, 25? Young guy. It's, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen if he continues to stay healthy and develop like he has. You got new defensive line coach Todd Wash going to talk about him more in a moment. When you have this staff, this scheme, and they're going to allow him to do some different things, there's no reason a player of Derrick Brown's talent level and caliber cannot end up being a perennial pro bowler and a potential all-pro player. And who knows? Maybe ends up being one of the defensive players of the year, at least being a candidate for it down the road. But the biggest thing I'm looking to see this year for Derrick Brown is building off of last year, which has been a common theme when doing some of these evaluations about some of those big guys who are part of these position groups and big names on this roster build off of last year where you had a breakout season and really have your breakout season before the rest of the NFL and let everyone know just how good of a player you are and continue to carry this defense, be a leader, and get this team positioned to where 
they could be playing some very meaningful games, not just in December and not just early January, but right there in the middle and late of January in 2024. So very excited to see what Derek Brown can do here with the Carolina Panthers after having a breakout year in 2022. And this might as well just be the Derek Brown pod because I was thinking about it going into breaking down defensive line and I was just kind of like, I don't really know what questions I really have and what thoughts I have about some of the other guys. I know I have a lot of thoughts about Derek Brown, what he could do because he's really good and that's really the guy you're leaning on heading into the year. Let's talk about Todd Wash. Todd Wash told us a couple weeks ago that he wants to turn Derek Brown into a pass rusher. Can Derek Brown be an effective pass rusher for the Carolina Panthers in 2023? We'll talk about it here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. We still got a ways to go before football is officially back. Yes, at the end of the month, the Panthers will be back down there for training camp in Spartanburg on the campus of Wofford College. And we're all excited about that. Got some people asking me, hey, you can be down there. May make it down there for uh, Back Together Again Saturday. What a goofy name that is. But right now, we're focused on baseball. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you're first bet doesn't win just go to fandle.com so locked on to join today and if you want to get that money back by the way just go ahead and bet on the mets because they're no good but you know who is good the braves so you bet on them to win you're probably not gonna get the bonus bet but it's okay you're gonna still win money so don't miss your chance to get no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join fandle today let's go to fandle.com so that's locked on to sign up fandle official partner of major league baseball if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As I told y'all, this is just going to be basically the Derek Brown podcast. Just going to say all things about Derek Brown. Last year was phenomenal. Goes from a 64.4 pro football focus grade to an 84.4 PFF grade. Tied Mike Rucker for the most tackles in a single season by any Carolina Panthers defensive lineman in franchise history with 67. And he's just been really good in his draft class. And there's one element of his game, though, that we would love, 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 love to see improve. And that is... Sack total. No, back at Auburn. Wasn't really like he was a guy who was going out there and getting a ton of sacks. Now, yes, he did wreak havoc. That's why he got drafted seventh overall. He absolutely was a guy who wreaked havoc. He was also someone who you couldn't move off the line. Uh, You couldn't stop him from really him getting in the backfield and stopping the run. It just was, you know, he wasn't really going to get to your quarterback a lot of times. And the NFL so far hasn't really gotten to the quarterback very often, but he has done really good being an effective run stopper. And in the defensive scheme the Panthers have run, where it's been a little combination of an odd man front to an even front, now going to be an odd man front, they're still going to want Derrick Brown to do that. And he's still going to be really asked to do it, especially when you do have a three-man front. He's going to be there as that knows at times, and he's going to be asked to really give hell to the center or the guards he's going to face in the interior of this 
line of scrimmage or a defensive line, offensive line coming into uh, 2023. But can he be an effective pass rusher moving forward? So far throughout his three seasons here in Carolina, he has had six sacks in his career. Only one last year in 2022. Had three, I believe, the year prior in 21. And then that would mean that he only had two his rookie year. His first one coming against the Green Bay Packers and getting Aaron Rodgers there on that Saturday evening game during that 2022 2020 season where the Panthers defense really looked great, especially in that second half, puzzling Aaron Rodgers, the future Hall of Famer and now Jets quarterback, which is still weird. You look at those numbers and you think, okay, well, he hasn't really done that great getting after the passer. Well, he might not be getting home. According to PFF, he had a 77.9 PFF pass rushing grade last season, which ranked 12th among all interior defenders in the NFL. Also, according to PFF, he had 40 total pressures on 514 pass rushing snaps. So Derek Brown is a little bit more effective, according to Pro Football Focus, than the stats say, at least the normal stats, the advanced stats, and PFF by no means is the gospel, and it's not like they get everything right, but they're sitting there charting, and this is what they're seeing. And you look at Pro Football Reference, which I also look at a lot, they're saying that he didn't have that many pressures last season, so it's really hard to say. We all know that he looked really good and he played well. We also understand that he only got one sack. So maybe he didn't really have as much impact in the pass rushing game as pro football focus would lead you to believe with those numbers. But I'm going to sit here. I'm going to choose to believe them because, hey, you know, positive. And Derek Brown's really good. And I do think that he has the capability to be someone who can maybe give you five sacks in a season or maybe give you six sacks in a season. We're not asking for 10. He's, we're not looking for him to be KK short. I don't really think he's going to de- be that guy in the NFL. I think he'd be way more than what Star Latulale was as more of a run stopper. That's what Star was. I think Derek Brown can add to his game. And Todd Wash, the new defensive line coach here in Carolina, certainly believes that can be the case. He said a couple weeks ago when speaking to the media following one of the OTA practices that he really – believes that Derrick Brown can be someone that they can utilize in the pass rushing game at that spot as a defensive lineman. Now, in this scheme, I had someone ask me a couple weeks ago when we did a weekly Friday Miller, like kind of the differences of the 3-4 and the 4-3. Uh, and the 3-4 really gives you the flexibility to move guys around, especially your defensive lineman. Derrick Brown, the athlete that he is, the talent that he is, he's going to get to play so many – he's going to be able to play all three positions – they're in the defensive line this year. He can be the nose tackle and really hold up against the run if that's what they would ask him to do. And they're probably going to ask other guys to do that more often. But they can ask him to do that if they want him to and they really need to get a stop or they want to get a team up uh, schedule on early downs. They can also uh, ask him to you know stand over uh, the, the, the guard or to be on the guard's outside shoulder. And as a three technique, and go out there and rush. They could put him on the other side as more of a guy who's going to be playing a defensive end and being even further out as a, as a rusher for the Carolina Panthers. They have all these options to move him around on the defensive line and to get after the passer this year. And we always talk about, especially when you have Breeze and Brady in this um, division, just how – the best way to get after those quarterbacks is getting pressure in their face coming up the middle. That's the case of any quarterback. Yes, guys want to get flushed. But when you can get pressure up the middle from the interior, from a guy like Derrick Brown, as good as he is, and then you have Brian Burns coming at, at the guy on the other side, we can play a game of meet me at the quarterback. Typically, you do that You do that with ends. We saw it a couple of years ago, really two years ago, with Hassan Reddick and Brian Burns. Hey, meet me at the quarterback. They played that game all season long. Why can't Brian Burns 
and Derrick Brown play that. And for Derrick Brown, he ain't got to go that far to get there. And if he can learn some new moves from Todd Wash, and if this new scheme is going to utilize his traits and put him in position more than the last one to get after the passer, why can't he develop into someone who gets you five, six sacks every season? It's not like you're asking for a ton. And we've had the conversations about how can the Panthers help out Derrick Brown, who's going to be opposite of him. And we'll talk about that, I believe, on uh, on Wednesday's show this coming this week. You look at just trying to supplement just the amount of sacks that you lost from a guy like Hassan Reddick. It's trying to find other players on the roster who can help him out. And if Derrick Brown, if, if Brian Burns is going to get you about 12, 13, and Derrick Brown can give you five or six, then that takes pressure off a guy like, Marquise Haynes gets you a lot of sacks. Takes pressure off of DJ Johnson in the future. Amari Barno, Etor Grossmatos. It takes pressure off of those guys to really be those edge rushers that have to try and make up for maybe the lack of skill and lack of talent that is there opposite of Brian Burns. If, Brian, if Derek Brown can develop into someone who actually offensive teams have to you know, account for in the pass rushing game, that's only going to make the Carolina Panthers better. And going back to the previous point of can he have a breakout from his breakout and really introduce himself to the rest of the NFL world that might not have been awake to his performance last year in Carolina, if he's going out there and getting a bunch of sacks. And think about Aaron Donald. What, what do people talk about all the time about Aaron Donald? Like, yeah, he's undersized, but he's a great defender. But what does he do? Gets after the passer. He gets to the quarterback, puts him on the ground. And that's why he's been Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. That's why he's going to Canton. He's excellent against all aspects of the game, but really getting to the quarterback, getting sacks, that's sexy. And that's what wins you awards. And that's what gets you big time money in this league, in the game of football. And Derek Brown, he's going to get his money. He's already got that 11.665 million coming in 2024, but he can get way more of that next offseason coming up here if he can go out there and can turn into someone who can be an interior rusher and strike fear in the heart of every quarterback in the NFL. Like, that is what the Carolina Panthers absolutely are hoping and need out of Derrick Brown moving forward here into the 2023 season and beyond. So that is the biggest question about this position group heading into 2023. Can Derrick Brown, under new offensive, new defensive line coach, rather Todd Wash, become an effective pass rusher for the Carolina Panthers in 2023 and hopefully much longer after that? So we talked a lot about Derrick Brown. Might as well be the Derrick Brown evaluation as we look at the Panthers defensive line. Let's talk about the rest of the guys. Look at the rest of the position group and how they can help Derrick Brown this year and what they may bring. And we do have, it looks like, a three-man battle to make the roster heading to training camp. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. This is David Harrison of the Locked on Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so we've talked a lot about Derrick Brown, rightfully so. He's the biggest name um, in the defensive line group. He is the best player um, among the defensive linemen here in Carolina, and he's someone who was awesome last year and someone 
who the Carolina Panthers really need to be awesome again in this new 3-4 scheme. I'm excited to see what he looks like as Todd Wash tries to turn him into more of a pass rusher and builds upon the great talent that Derrick Brown already is. Now, what about the rest of the position group here in Carolina? Because this is a defensive line evaluation, and we're supposed to be talking about more than Derrick Brown. At least I'm supposed to be talking about more than Derrick Brown. Looking at the rest of the group, Shai Tuttle, he's now here in Carolina. The Panthers gave him a pretty penny to be back home in the Carolinas for the next couple of seasons. Deshaun Williams from Daniel, South Carolina, Clemson Tiger, cousin of Nuke Hopkins, by the way. He is now here after being in Denver a year ago for Jero Vero. And that was a smart move considering that you bring in a veteran who knows the scheme from the area and can give you some snaps. Like That's exactly the same thing if you look out on the offensive side of the ball on the offensive line where James Campen brought in Justin McCray, who had been with him at a couple previous stops and easily can integrate him on the offensive line and help that group where, you know, there's a lot of continuity. It's not much that they're trying to learn. But with Deshaun Williams, back home in the Carolinas, knows the coaching staff, understands the scheme, he can now be here to help Derrick Brown and still mentor Derrick Brown as he's an older player and, of course, help Shai Tuttle as both Derrick Brown and Shai Tuttle are younger guys who we expect to be here for the next couple of seasons in Carolina as a good duo there in the interior of the defensive line. So you look at those three, those are really the, the headliners on his defensive line group. You got Henry Anderson, who's back after, I mean, really scary medical situation that he had last year in Carolina, missed a couple games. He was someone who was a late addition for the Panthers uh, going into the season at he, as they were looking for someone who could set the edge um, as far as a defensive end in the run game. He was able to do that a couple times at 18 tackles last season with three, and a, three tackles for loss. And then you have a, a trio of defensive tackles who are all battling to make the roster. Like, Brown's on it. Tuttle's on it. I mean, you got paid those guys. Deshaun Williams, he's on it. You paid him as well. Henry Anderson, he fills a need in trying to stop the run and really setting the edge. Something that Itor Grossmatos didn't really do. Something same thing with Morgan Fox when he's here was able to do. You got Henry Anderson to do that in those certain situations. We got three other guys who are probably battling for one roster spot. Uh, heading into the season and going to training camp, you got Marquand McCall, formerly out of Kentucky, was really good in the preseason, made the roster, and even had an impact last season with 15 tackles and uh, two tackles for loss. You got Bravion Roy, a Matt Rule guy who was drafted in the seventh round out of Baylor uh, back in the 2020 season. He's played a decent amount of snaps over the last couple seasons, uh, but maybe not as big of a disruptor as McCall was last year, had zero tackles for loss, but he's someone who's a veteran, he's been around for a little bit, and who is pretty big and who can be kind of that nose tackle if they need him to be that. But I feel like McCall, just from what I've seen from him so far, a little bit more of a disruptor for Bravion Roy. So Bravion Roy will also be competing for that, possibly that final spot on the defensive line. And there's John Penasini, who took last year off after just having some shoulder issues. I Dan Campbell was his head coach there in Detroit, and he talked about how he basically had a softball like in his shoulder. Like it was so bad. Whatever the swelling was, whatever it needed to be removed, was like a softball-sized deal in his shoulder and dealt with that pain. And despite playing with that pain, in two seasons in Detroit, he had 49 tackles, four tackles for loss, one quarterback hit, and also one forced fumble. He's a veteran player. Who's produced more than McCall has, more than Roy has, and he's someone who still during OTAs and mandatory minicamp was kind of coming back, getting healthy. So he's someone who the Panthers could utilize and could 
end up having on the roster based off of his past performance and that he will have experience with the one Todd Wash who was up there in Detroit not too long ago. So good for the Carolina Panthers to get that kind of veteran presence, but also the fact that they have some younger guys, McCall and Roy, who have played for them the last couple of seasons, new coaching staff, new opportunities, new scheme, understand all of that. Not a bad situation at all when you look at the guys who are likely to make the roster or who are at least are battling to make the roster here in Carolina. Derek Brown, feel great about him. Shai Tuttle, feel good about what he's done the last couple seasons in New Orleans where he has had 40-plus tackles in each of the last two seasons. Deshaun Williams as a veteran, understanding the scheme here. That's going to be running Carolina, having experience with Jerry Rivera, and then being able to come here as a veteran mentor and also be able to help these guys really acclimate to a 3-4. Adding Tuttle, Williams, two big signings Carolina Panthers needed to make as they need to add, you know, some guys who really fit the scheme defensive lineman wise. We saw a couple years ago when the Panthers went from a 4 3 to a 3 4 in Ron Rivera's last year in 2019, it was difficult to find the right bodies. They brought in Gerald McCoy, he gets injured, that certainly doesn't help. It, they just didn't have the really the bodies that you really needed kind of those thick guys you got to have some bigger dudes you always want to have big guys on the defensive line but it really helps especially when you have less of them as far as guys who are going to be down linemen it really helps when you have guys who are bigger space eaters and really help you um in that respect and they certainly have that already with Derek brown now they have that with shy tuttle and with deshaun williams and then mccall's big roy's big Pettisini's big henry anderson he plays his role uh, looking at the rest of the roster some guys are going to try and just make it onto the practice squad. You got Antoine Jackson, a defensive end. You got Kobe Jones, a defensive end. Supposedly just like Kobe Bryant, by the way. Um, you got defensive lineman in, Jer- in Jalen Redman. And you got defensive tackle in Raekwon Williams to round out the rest of the defensive line group. Going to see plenty of those guys um, in garbage time. If there's even really garbage time in the preseason, because it's not like it's pretty much all garbage time because the, the, the starters don't really play. But those are the other guys that are in that defensive line room. But we know who the headliners are and who the guys who are going to be battling for roster spots once we get down to Spartanburg later on this month. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all be sure to subscribe or for, or follow for free, excuse me, on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where I'll be back on the 21st later on this month with the weekly Friday mailbag and continue to do our player and position evaluations over the next couple of weeks on Friday. So hold on to those questions at me. DM me and go ahead and send those questions into me now. You know, maybe just wait because that will be make more sense. The ones that are actually uh, probably more pertinent as that will be the last time the youth asked me a question heading into training camp as that gets going on the 26th down there at, in Wofford or at Wofford. So, yeah, that's going to happen. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And I'll talk to you all on Wednesday where... We'll be talking about those edge rushers who will be the one to help Brian Burns. All that coming up here on Locked on Panthers. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.